Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I'm Victoria Lang here with Joe Aguirre and Mike Gaudiosi. I hope that everybody is well and safe and nobody's got COVID. But with that said, we'll get right into it. Today, we got the COVID-19 update. And we're going to be talking about, is it, risk, is it worth the risk to travel? People are really excited to travel, especially with states opening back up. Um, people expected to travel, 40% said that they were likely to stay close to home and consider destinations with small numbers of coronavirus cases, but 27 of them were considered daredevils who are less considered about the coronavirus situation when picking destinations and willing to travel further. Um, I'm sure, as you know, some states are including a mandatory quarantine before you enter them, so a 14-day period I guess, to make sure that you don't have it or anything. I'm not really sure how they're going to enforce that. If you need, like, maybe, like, a letter from your employer or something saying that, I, I really don't know. Is this how they're going to enforce it? Is that what this picture is? That's exactly what they're doing, Victoria. Like, National Guard is literally pulling people over. You see the COVID tent. Um, and, yes, they are um, They're pretty serious about this, as you can see. Yeah. So that was honest. That was kind of a concern that I had was how they were actually going to be able to enforce it, because I know, like, obviously, some not every state has like a toll booth or something that you could do to make sure that you don't have it before you enter. And this is really like reducing like beach goers and stuff like that. That's pretty much like that. You'll see the places with the most like beaches and high activity and stuff like that are the places with the highest coronavirus or whatever. So are our states doing enough? to impact the travel or and is it worth it is it worth traveling to potentially catch covid-19 is it worth it to get away what do you guys think well you know some people you know, may take the risk because they're kind of getting cabin fever from being locked down all this time and they want to get out there and uh, you know just sightsee or see the world or something just get out of the house and uh, uh, some people may risk it. Uh, others will probably not. I mean, especially here in Connecticut, there's a lot of things and places you can go here uh, and stay within the state and not have to come back and get quarantined. But uh, I, th I think some people are kind of getting like, you know, the itching to get out. You know, I got to get out of the house. It's driving me crazy. So some people may risk it. it, it I guess it depends on uh, I guess it depends on who, who the person is, I guess. But uh, uh, I think some would be willing to take that chance just to get away from it all. Look, I think if you're smart and you're taking necessary precautions and you're social distancing and obviously, look, if you've got symptoms, go home and quarantine. You exactly. Know? You got to keep the mask on. I mean, I like the we're at the point now where I I, I haven't seen anybody, um, you know, challenge the mask thing anywhere that I've been. It seems like people are cooperating and, you know. Do, should people travel? I mean, you're insane if you're doing that right now. And you know you are. I've, I've seen stories where people have gone to Disney and they thought it was a great idea and they had a wonderful time. And then they come home and guess what? Now you got COVID. So especially I think if you're traveling from a state where you have a high count, just stay there for now. Nobody wants you here. Um mm. You know, be be fair to everybody else. You know, we all have cabin fever. We're all we're all not enjoying True. this any more than anybody else is. So again, I think if everybody just does their part and we ride this out, I mean, my goodness, we're we're like six months into this. Right, and it just. I've, yep. I say it all the time. Twenty twenty is just going to be that year that you're just going to chalk up and and it's going to go bye bye and we'll forget it ever happened. Well, it you know, just like sucks. The, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Victoria. Go ahead. 
no, it's okay. It just like seems like we're kind of, this is definitely going to go into 2021. I just feel like with everything opening back up again, and if people don't follow these, it also is like these rules and stuff like that, which I know it's obviously hard not to, and with the National Guard and stuff like that, it just kind of makes it confusing. Like why are big attractions opening up? Like I'm sure you guys know places like Six Flags, New Jersey and stuff like that. Why is all of that open? But then you also have the National Guard. It just, it seems like, a mixed message to me and it just seems like do one or the other because this is taking so much longer just because we're doing all this stuff i feel like it just does not make sense see on the other side of the coin like i was gonna say is there's there's people like me that just love to stay home i don't like to go anywhere i'm i'm right? a home <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've been working from home with the, the you know the company I work for, data company, uh, data processing company, technology company. Is what I'm trying to say is, mm-hmm. we work from home, so I, if I don't have to go anywhere, I'm happy. I, and I've always been, <laughs> I've always been like that long before this thing ever started. So uh, you know, I there's people like me that just want to stay home too. I'm I'm okay with it for me, but my family, like my wife, and my kids, they want to go out, and I'm telling them, well, like my wife wanted to go out the other day. Her friends are saying, let's go to New York. So I'm like, well, you realize if you come back into the state, uh, you're going to have to be quarantined for 14 days and you're not going to be working. So she's like, oh, I guess we'll just right. stay in Connecticut. So see, they stayed in Connecticut. They had a good time. And, you know, like I said before, a lot of places uh, to see and a lot of things to do here in the state, you know, so they, they ended up doing that. But me, I love staying home. That's, that's just me. Look, I like staying home, too. I have no problem with that. Uh, You know, not going places is one of my favorite things to do. We were supposed to go to Cape Cod last week. It was our our usual week at the family house uh, in Sandwich, Cape Cod. We decided to just stay here and swim in our own pool. And that's what we did. Because, you know, look, it it just doesn't make sense. And as much as I would love to be out on the Cape and grab a delicious Satchmo sandwich from Lambert's, Mm. I'm going to forego that in 2020 because this year sucks. And, you know, again, it's sad. My kids, Mike, same thing. I mean, my kids are constantly badgering me. They want to do stuff. Uh, You know, I've put my little ones in the car just to go fill up my gas tank just so they can get out. You know, I get it. It stinks. But, again, it stinks for everybody. Everybody's got the same sort of, you know, cabin fever, if you will, or or just the idea that, you know, this has gone on for so long. But Look around the rest of the world where New Zealand hasn't had a case now in 100 days. They're doing things right because they're doing, you know, I mean, again, people are just, people are thinking the collective. What's the greater good here in society? And I think when you're suffering through a pandemic together, as all 375 million of us are, everybody's, you know, you can't have one person acting like a fool. Everybody's right. got to be on board. The sooner we can get it, you know, this this resolved and done, the better off we're all going to be. And then we can hate right. each other about other things. I mean, you know what they say, Joe, be it ever so humble, there's no place like home. Absolutely. I'll stay here for as long as they need me to. Just let me know how long you need me <laughs> hey, to stay here. I'm in. I'm good with it, too. I don't mind staying home. That's just, Like I said, that's just me. So. I mean, look at Sturgis right now. I mean, there are thousands of bikers. They're not exactly what you would call mask wearers, at least not those kinds of masks. And uh, that's a horrible idea. Who's going to tell the bikers they can't do that? Obviously, nobody. But (laughs) 
you know, I, I hope there's not a huge breakout, but I won't be shocked if there are. And it's going to be sad to see bikers on TV crying after they've had COVID about how horrible it is and that it's not a hoax. But for some reason, Mike, and I don't understand this, so many people have to actually experience it or they absolutely right. will not yep. uh, admit what's going on. Well, like I told you, there's, there's just some people that will just say, I'm going to go there, like especially Sturges, they want to go there because it's an experience and maybe they've never been there before and they want to experience that and they're not going to care about anything else. They're just going to go. Maybe they'll put their mask on. Who knows? But again, there's people, like I said, that want to go and there's people like me that want to stay. So, Right. And I feel like as long as we get on the same page, everybody gets on the same page. I was in the gas station the other day and this was during the tornado. I hope everybody was saved during that, by the way, because I didn't even yeah. mention that. But right. uh, we were all trapped in this gas station. There was so many people in there because everything was closed. Nobody had power. Nobody could leave or anything. And there was a firefighter in there and the guy kept being like, sir, you have to put your mask on. And he kept just being like, I'm a firefighter. I don't have to wear a mask. Like firefighters can't catch COVID. And I just feel like the sooner that we all get on the same page and we don't have people, I don't want to say like people in power, because obviously like a firefighter is not like a position of power, but I would feel like they would, a lot of people look at people like that and like, oh, they're going to keep me safe and they're going to do what's right for the community. And this man won't wear a mask in the gas station where there are like 20 people who aren't even supposed to be in here in the first place. I don't know. It's just insanity to me. And I'm just over well it. I'm just, done for this. I may as well just get to this now then, since you're already kind of touching on, on the subject. <laughs> You know, people are so stupid. And um, again, this isn't like this quarantine's not an attack on anybody in particular. Mm. It's not on the religious. You know, uh, Dr. Fauci, we, we, we talked about this last week on the show when he was being questioned by Jim Ding Dong Jordan uh, <laughs> about, you know, why? Why is it OK for protesters not to have masks? But but people can't go to church. And it's like, well, no, both of those are bad. The yeah. church one's completely unnecessary at this point. You can mm -hmm. forego church right now. You don't have to. The idea that people are going out to protest is a different situation. Absolutely. Um, you know, again, no one, no one should be denied their rights to go to church, but people decided since they couldn't go to church, they would just go to where they can go, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this to any religious person. I'm just going to stop it because that's annoying. Mike, yes. you, know, if you, you're, you identify as a Christian and, um, you know, I consider you a, a, a very good person and a really good man. So oh, with that in mind, uh, and, you know, I was, uh, I, you know, I grew up uh, Roman Catholic. I uh, was a I always identified with conservative politics to me. If you're a good Christian and you're a good conservative, you know to do your part and to lead by example and to right. do the right thing by everybody. That little right. protest is what that came down to, to, to sort of um, to sort of take your religion and weaponize it uh, in a protest, I think is pretty dirty. And, um, you know, I, I've slowly right. over the years lost <laughs> a lot of respect for religion when I see people doing this. 
Mm. You know, these are the same kind of people that use that Bible to justify slavery uh, 150 years ago. So, mm. <laughs> well, right. the, th the thing with that is uh, the, the Bible does say that the church is not a building. It's not a place uh, where you go meet. It's basically the church is the body of believers that they can get together like in their backyards. I've seen people doing this, getting the, together in the backyards, st staying distant, socially distant, uh, doing, uh, you know, the virtual church services, you know, streaming online. I mean, it's not the same as being there and having the camaraderie with uh, your fellow believers, but there are ways of doing this that are safe, like not in a right. Walmart. I wouldn't go to Walmart, but, but again, they have that first amendment right to do so. And that's, that's probably where their thinking is basically, look, I have a first amendment right to do it. Well then do it uh, maybe in your church building, if you socially distance or in the backyard or maybe outside the church parking lot, but the church, it doesn't matter where you worship. It's, it's basically uh, who you are worshiping and the body of believers that get together are the church ecclesiastic. That's where the ecclesia comes from the church so um i i'm like I, to me it doesn't matter where people meet they worship the lord they can worship him anywhere even jesus himself said that there'll be a time that comes where people will worship him anywhere and uh, worship him in spirit and truth uh that could be anywhere is what i'm trying to say that could be anywhere it could be in my backyard it could be in my front yard it could be in someone else's backyard but right. uh, yeah i mean be safe about it and be smart about it but, you know, again, it doesn't have to be any particular building. So this Walmart thing, it doesn't phase me on anyway. You know what I'm saying? It would be tremendously easier if the two of you were in my studio right here. Not only for the sound quality and the audio quality, but the convenience of literally producing a show with three different people at three locations is very difficult. And right. we do that hmm. because... I have a family, and Mike has a family, and Victoria doesn't. I'm just kidding, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but look, again, it would be so much I more. And, and here we are meeting and having our weekly discussions right mm -hmm. here via the Internet. There's no reason why your priest, certainly, or your rabbi, or whomever you uh, channeled, you know, to, to get to God through, why he can't set up a Zoom and give you your, your, uh, your service Right. In a safe way. I mean, again, right. who is who is this really inconveniencing other than the people who end up getting it? That's exactly. the only people you're hurting when you go out there and do silly things like this. By the way, in the last two weeks of July, 97,000 school children tested positive for coronavirus. The oh stoppers of the virus. They're the stoppers of the virus. But I don't know. Anyways, like when I just when I see things like this, all I can think of, and I know I'm gonna get some whatever for saying this, it just seems like cult-like behavior to me. Like people putting their own healths and everybody else's health around them in jeopardy to do something like this in a Walmart. When just like Mike and you both said, everything is so accessible to do at home, just like we're doing here. There's online services. Or you could do a backyard service. You could literally do so many things that yes. don't affect you could everybody be inspiring. else's health. You could be inspiring and be a trendsetter and do something cool. Uh, instead, again, people want to just sort of bitch and moan about it and then go to Walmarts and protest. Like, that's yeah. absolutely imbecilic and at this point is so not helpful to what we're doing. Well, I tell you, if I was a member of that church, I probably would not have participated in that. I mean, because I, I, I know I personally know pastors 
uh, that are doing services in their backyards. And again, they have, they don't have big congregations. They got smaller congregations. And again, they can practice social distancing a lot safer for the ones with the bigger congregations. I know of a few that are doing online services. And I mean, for the time being, that's the, that's the route, I guess we have to go, but it's not stopping people from worshiping God and uh, doing it in the Walmart. Uh, you know, I wouldn't probably not have participated in that myself. So I don't know. That's just, again, that's just me. So. Again, I think it's important to understand no one's saying you can't worship God. Absolutely. No, you know, exactly. It's it's certainly not meant to restrict your uh, religious liberties or any of your liberties. It's to keep everybody safer. So, right. again, the, the, the idea that people could take this personally is is kind of upsetting to me that that people would literally think well they want me don't want me to go to church nobody's saying that yeah to hear, no. uh, to hear the the press secretary kaylee mcanini say something uh, just a couple weeks ago to a reporter who's a real churchgoer uh and who responded no i mean i want to go to church just like everybody else but i want us to do it when it's safe it just makes sense. And again, I think if you're if you're purporting to be a good Christian, you should really care. You should care yeah. about people. You should care that there's five million cases and one hundred sixty three thousand deaths. And as you look at the at the worst of the worst list, you know, New York's made an incredible turnaround with what they've done. New Jersey's done a really good job. It's California, Texas and Florida that are, you know, that have almost jumped to the top of the list they've passed out massachusetts another state that sort of got it on lockdown and or, or is at least trending in the right direction and there's a reason some places are doing better than others right. yeah for sure but anyways we have potentially my favorite topic that i think we're ever going to talk about on this show and that is the republican voters against trump Oh boy. Roll the clip. Honestly, just roll the clip. I don't want to say anything before we show the video. <laughs> the forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. We are one nation, and their pain is our pain. President Trump tweeting, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Their dreams are our dreams. Unemployment rate past 40 million. Largest unemployment rate since the Depression era. When you guys put somebody in the car, I said, please don't be too nice. I will fight for you with every breath in my body. There's a chance that it won't spread. Within a couple of days, it's going to be down to close to zero. This American carnage stops right here and stops right now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Mike, I, you know, listen, I, I think I think we have to ask is, as again, I know you're not a, a huge Trump supporter. Right. You look at something like that. And what is that? And, and do me a favor. Answer the question, but don't bring Joe Biden's name up at all. OK. Oh, the, 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 you want me? Oh, what, about the video you're saying? Yeah. 
Address I, I the video, but don't talk about I, Joe Biden. I wasn't going to talk about creepy Uncle Joe at all. No, <laughs> not not at it. all. Sneak it in. Sneak it in. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm just saying that the one thing that I find to be a little. Ooh. Oh, dear Lord. Why do you show that? You know, I that's love scary, it. Joe. That's scary. <laughs> no, I, I look, I know these these never Trumpers in the Republican Party have been feeling this way about Trump since day one. Um. The thing is, uh, you look at the video, you look at the the carnage of the, the looting and the rioting and the pandemic and everything like that, and they make it sound as if this has been the way it's been the past four years under Donald Trump, which it has not been. Okay, it hasn't been this way for four years. Okay, the other side of it to consider. Well, we've been combusting for three, but okay. Hang on a second. (laughs) The other thing to take into consideration is a lot of the cities where these happened. Okay, what were the leaders of these cities doing to stop the violence after all this time? Seattle's a prime example of that. How is that Donald Trump's fault for Chop or Chaz or whatever? That was the Seattle mayor who let that happen. Could it be his rhetoric and tone and the Uh, things that he's been saying for the last three years? He's outrages so many people, and I genuinely feel like if he was not in office. I know he says stupid things sometimes, like like what kind of hateful rhetoric are you referring to? Uh, When the looting starts, the shooting starts. That was pretty bad. That well, was certainly yeah, that, that was certainly bad. didn't sound like a guy who was looking to peacefully. I don't think- again. Look here. Here's the thing, Mike. Here's the thing. The the country's on fire. We're dealing with a pandemic, and he's talking about Confederate statues and preserving exactly. our history. Th- those are the things that he finds important when everyone and else TikTok. is like, yeah, but what about you? Right. Yeah. I mean, he's focused on TikTok now. That's his late. I mean, I-, I think if you're a Republican voter and believe me, I was right up until he became the nominee. You could lump me into this group, Republican voters against Trump. I, and I'm still I just I just mailed in I just mailed in my ballot, Mike, for the <laughs> very exciting. I hope everybody oh. uh, in Connecticut, make sure you uh, make sure you vote tomorrow. Uh, there there is a primary election. Make your voice heard, uh, especially your yes. local election. Super important at the polls. Um, at the polls. Do your mail in. It's the it's the look. You know, it's funny. Do your mail with a mask. With a mask. The town, the town clerk called me. To verify all of my stuff, sent me an envelope, and I sent it right back when she sent it to me. Like, checks and balances. We're working on it. It's it's going to be okay. But again, Donald Trump is, is, has done a poor job. And this group of Republicans who are, as you call them, never Trumpers, are not sold in any way, shape, or form. They're actually going against him. And right. We'll be talking about the Lincoln Project, I believe, in a moment. So I don't yeah. want to get too far ahead. But you've got actual groups of Republicans that are telling people to vote for Joe Biden. Biden. Mike. Mention his name. They're like, vote for this guy wait, wait. over Joe. this guy. Joe, you mean vote for this guy? All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. That guy? That's the he guy? He has it. You know the thing. You do <laughs> we, know the thing. <laughs> so I go to church every Sunday to worship the thing. So The thing. The, like the Adams family, you know? But anyway. <laughs>
Sounds anyway, no, they, they've had the, the never Trumpers. They've had it in front for a long time. But I think what's important is so far the base, his support base, the, the base of supporters that voted Trump in are still as solid as ever. If you look at all these rallies, like the Tulsa rally, when they first started, you know, started doing them up again. I mean, they're, they're, people well, were lining the up Tulsa by the thousands. Rally. Kind of punked him on that one. That was no, that was that was a full we house. Kind of got him good. <laughs> nah, but still, he he still he still packs him in. So if you, if you can separate Trump from his support base, then you might have a chance of uh, electing Sleepy Joe possibly. But you're never going to do that. Person, man, woman, <laughs> camera, TV. Um, <laughs> I, I listen. I I I would say this to any Republican who wants to get into the uh, Joe Biden says stupid stuff sometimes. Your guy's the master of that. When he's not lying, he's oh. butchering lines. Well, it's right. just the way it is. Look, look you're look, right. Look, hold he, on. He does say we're, stupid we're, things sometimes. We, we all do public speaking. You could take any one of us and you could put a reel of how stupid we sound together very easily. With oh, oh, especially oh me. Oh, yeah. me. All day, every day. Uh, that's just how it is when you, when you, I mean, anybody, you know, that was an old game I played when I broke into radio in the late nineties, young girls would call up and I would just, I would cut up what they said and I'd run it back on the air or something different and it blew people's minds. So yeah, you know, that was five minutes in a, in a studio, uh, you know, not even trying the things that you could do to make these guys look silly is, is, uh, is endless, but I don't think Trump wants to get into the, you know, he doesn't have cognitive awareness like I do, because I think that's probably a losing battle for both guys. It's the same reason we're not bringing up all the rape allegations these guys have between them. Because, again, it's a losing (laughs) battle. No one's winning that one, you know? Um, We might not even even be able to talk about corruption since they're both pretty corrupt people. So, you know, what's it going to come down to? Again, 160,000 people are dead. And this guy keeps again, uh, Mike, he's he he he's hurting himself by patting himself so hard on the back about five million cases and 160,000 people dead. It's not inspiring anybody to hear that kind of talk. And again, I don't think that I don't think you're ever going to win these people back behaving and talking like that. Well, right. that's, a, that's, like- that remains to be seen, but uh, I still think his support base is as solid as ever, and they're going to be out there in the polls in droves. So it's, I think he's, that's why I think he still has a chance over Joe Biden. I, I just, it scares me <laughs> to think that he might potentially have a chance over Joe Biden, but I just he definitely it, has like- a chance. It's, more it's, than it really, it's, it's really disheartening driving down the street and you see so many Trump flags and stuff. It makes you lose hope. So it's like when you look at the polls, it's like, oh, things are looking good. And then you drive down the street, you see all Trump flags, and you're like, I don't know and, about this one. And the, possibility, <laughs> and, and the possibility still exists that Biden may not even be the nominee. I'll be surprised if they have the virtual convention next week. I'll be surprised if he is actually made the official nominee. I would be. Not only will he be the official nominee, we're going to find out. Um, I who hope his he running is. Mate is. I hope he and, is. And oh well, again, look at the polls and tell me polls Seriously. are wrong, even though polls, polls are, are right like ninety nine percent of the time, uh, and and always correctly predict things. And again, look at the last election in twenty sixteen. Five thirty eight dot com had it within six the day before mm. the election. So that yep. giant thirty point lead she had slowly dwindled away thanks to the Russian hoax. 
uh, and whatever exactly it was that uh, that went on. We know something did. Don't make that face, Mike. You know it's true. Exactly. Whatever it was, we know they're right back at it again this year. We can expect more of the same. I'm surprised we haven't already seen it, although I'm sure it's already there. Uh, I was just reading some FBI stuff just a couple of days ago. Uh, We understand China is all about Joe Biden. China wants Biden. Oh, they want Biden. Absolutely. Oh, that's their guy. China wants Biden. This is China. Yes, sir. But, of course, that doesn't stop our boy Trump from constantly trying to court China. Uh, he starts he starts tariff wars. He started a battle over Hong Kong. And yet, he still asked that guy to help him get elected, and he said no. But Putin still wants Trump, and we know Iran is pulling for Biden. So uh, check your sources, people. That's all I can tell you. Just check your sources, because it's going to come fast and furious, And here's the other problem I think you're going to run into. Places like InfoWars that Mm. will take an actual news story and will somehow flip it around. I was just yesterday talking to a guy, uh, a buddy of mine, seemed like a reasonable guy. He has so bought into the right-wing garbage, he's convinced that Joe Biden runs a pedophile ring. So... Again, it's that right-wing oh, nationalist no. media, well, that is, which crazy. I am convinced of that as well. Lies and misinformation. It's terrible. This is the thing, though, Joe. I am also convinced of that. I I believe that that is true, but I think that it's all of them. I think it's literally everybody. Am I wrong? But I feel like that's the thing about pretty much everybody except for people that are Trump supporters is that we kind of can see the evil in everybody and we call it out when we see it. Like, I know that Joe Biden is trash. He's trash. And he's like no better than Trump when it comes to predatory behavior. Like, let's be real here. But when it comes down to things like social issues and literally the country being on fire, you got to go with what's going to be better suited there. You know what I'm saying? But I really do think that Joe Biden is up to some fishy stuff. I think they all are. Let's be real. Unless unless there's evidence. I won't believe it until there's evidence. But uh, with him sniffing little girl's hairs, mm, you know. Oh, boy. Joe is I mean, you've seen the video. You've seen the videotapes of him doing that. But. Oh, sure. Yeah. Does Joe Does Joe Biden not know boundaries? Joe probably Biden not. does not know boundaries. No, Joe Biden's boundaries, from a different era. Let's be real here. I think you've also watched Donald Trump hug and kiss his daughter and then put his hand around her butt like you would your prom date. So Right, and say that he through. doesn't know if she's going to be developed and he doesn't know all this stuff. Right, he would listen, date her if he wasn't her uh, daughter and again, whatever. Again, we can't go to the creepy factor. We can't talk corruption. We can't talk rape. I mean, you know, there, there's we can't talk cognitive abilities. This does come down yeah. to social issues. <laughs> this does come down to could Joe Biden handle race relations in this country, which are spiraling? Can Better he get a Trump. handle on the pandemic, which is out of control? That's what people are going to have to decide uh, right. come come this November. I don't love Joe Biden. I've I've actually long despised Joe Biden, but mm-hmm. much like Donald Trump with Hillary Clinton, when you force my hand, I will vote for the better candidate. And once again, that's not going to work out well for the Republicans. 
Well, we'll have to see, Joe. I don't think I agree with you. I said I was going to agree with everything you said tonight, but uh, maybe not that one. How about some Lincoln Project, Victoria? Exactly. A little bit different. In the midst of the worst economic crisis in decades and with COVID's death toll rising, Republicans have delayed vital economic support for American families. They don't care that tens of millions of Americans are out of work, struggling to pay rent, and that local food banks are strained to the brink. Times have never been harder, and people are hurting. What's the delay? Mitch McConnell wants to protect big companies who are taking advantage of the COVID crisis by giving them immunity from accountability. That means companies could cut corners, expose workers or their families to infection, or rip off consumers without any consequences. With the economy on the edge, it's time for Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump to put people first, for once. Call them today. Remind them, if they won't protect Americans now, we'll vote them out this November. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Yeah, they are. Oh my God! So basically, their biggest thing—they—they they, their whole website is about how they kind of want to like irritate Trump out of office. Like that's kind of their thing. They really want to piss him off. They really want to get under his skin. That's how they kind of differ from the Republicans against Trump because I think that the messaging is a little bit different. I kind of just wanted to talk about for a second. Do you think that the way that they're advertising it is going to appeal to the demographic that they're trying to get to? Because I assume like that they're trying to appeal to other Republicans and stuff like that who are kind of on the fence about Trump. You think that they're doing a good job doing that? With that uh, messaging. Especially somebody like, especially well, you, Mike, because I feel like you are kind of almost... It doesn't, you know what I mean? Well, okay. I know you love a good Trump, but <laughs> it doesn't do it doesn't do much to change my mind about anything because I understand, like I said before with the last video that we saw, it it gives the perception that this has been Trump's America and Trump doesn't care about you and this is how it's been for four years, blah blah blah. I I don't buy that, and a lot of people aren't going to buy that either. I don't like I said. I keep going back to the support base that Trump has. You're not going to separate them from Trump, and that's what they're they're trying to do it's just not going to work and i said before there, there's both sides that use these these emergencies and these crises for their own political gain and republicans democrats they're both sides are just as bad at doing that making this political we have people that have died in this pandemic and we have people that are suffering in this pandemic and yet we make politics out of it and say well this guy's no good or that guy's no good vote this one out of office or vote that one out of office and to me i, I find that a little irritating that that that's me. I don't like to make this political because this is a this is a humane thing. This is a, from yeah. looking at it from a human standpoint. I don't believe both sides should be doing this, but they're going to do it anyway because it's an election year. So, so here's well, I find the it difference. Quite ironic that you say, "Oh, sorry." No, listen. Here's the difference, Victoria. It's as simple as this. There's not a Democratic group running ads against Joe Biden. And you've there won't got, be. No. You've got two different Republican groups yes. that are like. Don't vote for this guy. He's insane. What more will it take for some of you people to realize that Donald Trump is not a hero? He's a con man, two-bit chump who doesn't and, and is not up to the dignity of the White House. He just isn't. He continues to prove it day in and day out. And kudos to somebody like Rick Wilson, who's maybe one of the smartest and best minds of the Republican Party, and to George Conway, who 
also has to deal with his wife, Kellyanne Conway, coming home every single day. He has to constantly take attacks by the president of the United States against him. I mean, grow up, Donald Trump. Grow up. Again, you will not see groups of Democrats spending their money to get another person from another party elected. That's all you need to know about Donald Trump. It's true. I'm not going to argue with you, Joe. <laughs> it's upsetting, Mike. And again, listen, if if I were really a Republican right now, I mean, again, I'm registered, and I I will say this, Victoria. I've gotten about four emails every single day from Donald Trump in the last week begging for money. So clearly oh, things aren't going well reason. there. I'm seeing a lot of desperation in the Republican Party. Uh, you're also starting to see, and I like this too, but you're also starting to see uh, some of these guys uh, who are in a in an unusual position where they sort of don't want Trump coming around to help with their reelection bid. So again, imagine right. an incumbent president, and you're like, gosh. I'd really prefer it if you don't come to my state. They kind of hate you. And by the way, big update in Georgia. Right now, Joe Biden has a 46-45 lead over Donald Trump. When you can't win Georgia, I have to tell you, I think these ads are definitely working. Otherwise, people are just coming around on their own because they're sick and they're tired. And again, own up to what's happening. Own up to this pandemic. Take a little responsibility for the first time in your life. And and come up with solutions. Start talking smart. Seriously. Show people what a leader is. He's failed to do that for three plus years. It's not going to change in the next few months. And you're literally going to hand the office over to Joe Biden. That's what's going to happen, Biden. Mike. Bam. No, no. Just like that. No. Here you go, Joe. Take, take go the job. Again. I, I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not going to agree with you on this one, Joe. I don't think Biden <laughs> Biden is just like 2016 Biden. They had a lousy candidate then they have a lousy candidate now. OK, Biden is not I don't believe he'll win. I didn't say it's in the bag for Trump, though. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's in the bag, but I have confidence that Trump can beat Joe Biden. Well, let me tell you, I'm this confident. is giving me this is giving me some hope. And I don't know. I just I wish that this kind of messaging came out sooner. You know, I feel like this this kind of messaging has been absent from the media for a little bit too long. I feel like when people saw that video, especially the first time I saw it, I think you showed it to me, but the first time I saw it actually on social media, it was like with the tag, like wait until the end. People were, were so shocked to see that it was like a Republican voters against Trump thing, just because I don't think that many people have really seen that kind of thing before. And I'm, I'm just really happy that we're doing that. <laughs> Ov knows what's up. Hey, Ov. He I don't agree with up. you, but how you doing? <laughs> um, listen, Ov's a military guy. Yes, he is. Um, he's a he's a, a good family man, and I think he sees it. I think he's seeing the same thing. Look, when you have a president who doesn't seem to be out for you at all, Democrat or Republican, Mike, it's hard to support that person. And if you feel if you feel like he's supporting you and he's done well by you in the four years he's been in office and maybe you feel that way, well, then more power to you. But I think if you're being honest with yourself and I think if you take a look around, you'll realize that he's done a horrible job. He continues to do a horrible job. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but they went to the Wuhan laboratory. NBC was there checking the place out. Mm-hmm. Airtight. Yep. No problems in there. That's not where that virus came from. They were simply doing testing on coronavirus, coincidentally, right right around the corner from where the outbreak was. But they had nothing to do with it. So once again, the president says Another something lie. <laughs> and no. it's debunked and he'll probably continue to repeat it anyway. And I will hear people, exactly. Mike, on your side who will also repeat that nonsense. I mean, we, exactly. we've got to get back to I, where... We've got to get back to where we can agree on factual information. That's how broken this country is. That's how broken society is. And it's especially how broken the Republican Party is right now. Oh, yeah. But it's like once, like I said, it's everybody against Trump. Pretty much. It's like everybody against Trump voters. It's like we have our huge giant party. I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like that's what we need to do and things are looking up. But what I want to talk about next is after the election, after what's going to happen. So the headline of this article was experts held war games on the Trump versus Biden election. They're finding brace for a mess. So they say after gaming out various scenarios, the group said its conclusions were alarming in an election taking place amid a pandemic, a recession and a rising political polarization and to add like at a like literally a race war like so many other things they just think that there is going to be an insane outcome pretty much no matter what happens just like violence they compared it to like a second world war do you guys think that that's actually going to happen like what do you guys think about this also they're saying that the results of the election due to the mail-in voting or whatever might not even come out election night we might not even know who's going to be the president for the like until three days after the election what do you guys think about that because i think that this is nonsense and i think that this whole mail-in voting thing kind of we need to have a discussion well, with the mail-in <laughs> ballots uh, that they're considering uh, i think it could go bad either way because if they if trump say if trump wins with the mail-in ballots the democrats can claim well there's fraud there's got to be something wrong here we gotta we gotta investigate blah but if uh you know trump wins and they're already accusing him of doing this if he if if he wins uh or if biden wins i should say uh then trump will go and say well there's fraud so both sides are going to claim fraud and say, well, Biden won this right. fraud. We got to, I'm not leaving office. Already accusing him of that. He's not going to leave office and things like yeah. that. Uh, I, I don't believe, and I don't know, I could be wrong, but I don't believe if Trump actually loses that he's going to say, well, I'm staying in office until we get a recount like the Democrats did in 2000. You know, I don't think it's going to come to that, but it could be a mess. It, it could be. Uh, that's why I say go to the polls, put on your mask and go to the polls and uh, not mail in any ballots unless you're an absentee voter or if you're uh, maybe serving in the military and you're overseas or something like that or you're disabled or a shut in and things like that. You absolutely do not need to go to the polls. You can yes, you cast do. your mail-in ballot. You have to no. request one. They send one to you. You have to fill it out and mark it. Uh, the penalty is prison time and a $10,000 fine. So if this election means that much to you that you want to go to jail and pay mighty restitution, great. It's mm. not going to happen. The The amount of mail voter mail-in fraud historically has been practically zero. 
We've seen more problems with polls, Mike. We've seen more problems where Republican-owned polling stations have changed votes to other candidates. We saw it happen in Texas between Beto and Ted Cruz. We've so never had again, mail-in ballots this to this idea, extent, though. This idea that doing it in person is going to be any more uh, restore the integrity anymore is nonsense. I, we're, and we're not going to just continue to – again, the president was fact-checked on Twitter and Facebook – for repeating stupid things that aren't true, including voter right. fraud from mail-in balloting. They're very careful about who gets a ballot and how it does. We heard well, some time ago somebody was complaining that they were just dishing them out. That's not how it's working. You have to request a ballot. They will send you a ballot. Then you send said ballot in. So, well, that's actually that's not exactly that's well, not exactly true. I did get a ballot for my deceased grandmother who died in 2013. And a lot I of that's going on. The mail for her, so that is a little bit. You know what I mean? So I don't completely agree with the fact that well, you know you have to always like request one and stuff like that. And well, I, you should I, have to I request one. I you should have to request one. You should 100%. have to request one. I, That's I kind of that. nonsensical but that they I would send your dead grandmother anything. I know. But it's happening, right? Joe, but it is happening. <laughs> It, like, unfortunately, that is something that's happening. So I can see the concern with this one. And it does kind of suck well, because and I also don't want there to be another reason why Trump can say, oh, well, this is why. Because if my mom were yeah, to send Trump in a vote for my grandmother, did. Trump you know already I mean? did that. You'll recall Trump claimed there were three to five million illegal alien votes and he put a task yeah. force together and they spent like six months and they investigated. And you know what they found? Nothing. 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 No votes. So this guy's already disputed an election, and he lied about it, put a task force together, and as usual, came out looking like a fool. Well, did you, well I don't know if it's uh, if it's in Nevada. They've just passed a law about mail-in ballots where uh, family members can fill out a, a ballot for somebody else in their family. So let's suppose, so let's suppose you have a, your grandmother or grandfather that, well, they can't really yeah. fill it out for themselves. I think I'll fill it out for Donald Trump, or I think I'll fill it out for Joe Biden. A lot of that is going on. Like the example you gave, Victoria, it's not just happening with you. It's happening to a lot of people. Ballots like that are going up. I mean, I can't believe that we could say the mail the mail-in ballot system is 100% foolproof because it isn't. There's going to be right. problems. There's going to be things can get lost in the mail. I mean, really. <laughs> I but with mean, that, I will say problems can occur at absolutely. the... Well, yeah, at the polls, too. I, I didn't say yeah, no, there's well, no problems again, not there. for nothing. You know, you brought it up. You brought up the election of 2000 where the state of Florida just, you know... Part and parcel just started tossing ballots left, right, and sideways, especially ballots that they didn't want to count, that they knew were coming from Democratic counties. And I'll tell you what, Mike, at the time, I didn't have a problem with it, but I do now. <laughs> I look back in retrospect, and I'm like, oh, the whole thing was nonsense. Well, you know, I'm not saying He also, polls... you'll recall, gave jobs to the people who decided the election in his favor. I'm not, I'm not saying that polls are foolproof. I never said they were 100% reliable. I mean, there are problems. We've seen it in the past. But now you're doing mail-in ballots on a wider scale. It's not just absentee ballots. You're doing it on a wider scale. There's bound to be problems, and there's bound to be mishaps, and there's going to be, and then both sides are going to bicker about the results. I know that's going to be coming. But I think, oh, no matter what we do. you know, look, Donald Trump's talked a few times at rallies about not leaving office. He can't and, do that. And, <laughs> if, he's, and, if he's voted out, he can't. And when he's been asked about it, if he was joking, he said, no. He no. Was, 
that he felt the abuse he took with the impeachment and, and the way everybody was so against him the first couple of years that he sort of earned his way to stick around. Well, no, if he, if he's if he's legitimately voted out in a duly fair election and Biden wins, then he has to leave. But he obviously. doesn't get to decide if it was duly fair or not. And, you know, Donald Trump, Mike, no. nothing is ever fair to him. If he doesn't win, it's not fair. Again, I would say, look, more importantly, Victoria brought up the idea of the story. Globalist election integrity group war games how Biden could seize power of Trump reelected. Yeah. Uh, Infowars couldn't be any more intellectually dishonest. They know that the audience that they're talking to was kind of dumb. And yeah. they feed on that. And they feed on that idea that uh, everybody, the, the globalists are out for Joe Biden. Joe Biden's a moron. No one wants Joe yeah. Biden to win. It's Literally. amazing the Democrats chose Joe Biden. That's what we're stuck with. Unfortunately, that's going to be the choice a lot of people, gun to their head, are going to have to make. Oh, Lord. Yikes. Well, look, on the same token, I'll say this. When when Obama was president, uh, conservatives were saying, well, you know, after if after eight years, after a second term, he's not going to leave office. They were all saying that, too. And people were worried he's not going to leave. He's going to seize power, blah, blah, blah. And that never happened. So well, I don't. He was a Muslim, and they thought I, he was going to overtake yeah, the world and our guns before well, he left. So again, jokes on us. Again, there's crazy conspiracy theories on both sides. Uh, I'll admit that. I mean, I don't I mean, know what the ones are on the left. I don't well, know what the conspiracy uh, theories uh, are on the left. Russian collusion for one. We could have Russian collusion. <laughs> Mike, Russian let's collusion be honest folks. for a minute. Let's talk about Russian collusion for a minute. I don't think Bob Mueller could have been any more clear when he said, if the president was innocent, I would have said the president was innocent. (laughs) He went on to say this does not exonerate the president. He was very clear in that. Did they make a connection between the campaigns and the 102 unreported contacts? No. At the end of the day, Mike, they didn't. But to suggest it was a hoax when, in fact, what it seems like was a quid pro quo that your side screwed up left, right, and sideways and has clearly had to make up for since he took office because we've seen Trump sort of, um, I want to use appropriate worded uh, verbiage here as I talk about Trump's admiration and fascination and admiration for Vladimir Putin and all the wonderful and kind things that he said about Vladimir Putin. And all of the things he hasn't done to retaliate against Vladimir Putin, including when Putin apparently uh, put bounties on the heads of American soldiers in Afghanistan. Where was the president being all tough on Russia then? Right. You guys love the no, military then, when, when it's convenient, and when you don't, you're just well, going to you're, you're defend it. Saying, and I'm that's, that's that. unbelievable. Listen. No, the the, the uh, bounty the, the, on the soldiers in Afghanistan, that was never proven to be true. And that intelligence never got to Trump because it was never verified or confirmed. That's why Trump never saw the intelligence on it. Well, that. that was last week's news, and it's, exactly. it, has been, it has been updated, and it's hard to believe that that wouldn't have crossed his desk at some point if he's so pro-military. I have a hard mm-hmm, time believing he, that. I have a like, hard time. If, 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 it's if the New York, intelligence, if the New York yeah. Times knew it, if the New York Times New York knew Times, about it, come on. If the New York Times knew about it, how does the president not know about how it? Is the, right? How is the reliable the New York Times for crying out loud? If it was, if they never verified that intelligence to be true, so that's why it never got to the president. Are you going to give the president false intelligence and let him act on it? No. <laughs> of course not. And the New York Times for crying out loud.
Interestingly enough, uh, Mike Pompeo warned Russia against bounties on U.S. troops. He had a phone conversation on the red line with Sergei uh, Lavrov, Russia's foreign minister. So, again, uh, Pompeo's warning is the first known rebuke from a senior American official to Russia over the bounties program. So it has been verified that it happened. And Mike Pompeo was like, don't do that. And Donald Trump has been dead silent. Once again, you guys are super pro-military. You're super pro the troops. When it's convenient and when you're not, you're just going to brush okay, no, it aside. No, hang, no, hang on right. a second. I'm not, I'm not brushing anything aside. If there is, maybe I didn't hear this news, and I'll be, I'll be honest, I probably didn't. But if there is verification of that intelligence being true and Trump didn't act on it, then I have a problem with Trump. That's a big problem. Will you okay. vote for Biden? If that's hell no. the case. You know, <laughs> take more than that. Hell no. I, I will say this then, Mike. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call you to task. Uh next week you look it up and we can we can kind of rehash this conversation. Okay. I think it's terrible. Look, all Donald Trump does is talk about how great he is and how tough he is on Russia and how tough he is on on this and how great he's been for black Americans. Oh my God. And yet black Americans don't feel that he's like he's been supportive of them. The troops certainly don't feel like he's been supportive of them. I'm now telling you it's been verified, and Mike Pompeo has already talked to the Russians about maybe not doing it again. But, look, either way, um, I do think we're going to have an issue after this election. Also, Donald Trump is not 239 pounds uh, I would be like, Joe Biden is only I do like the fact pounds. both have an equal number of Vietnam draft deferments at five. Uh, <laughs> I do think that that is, uh, that is really funny. Look, I, I hope Donald Trump would gracefully step aside. I'm sure Joe Biden already has his concession speech written. Um, he should. Yes, he, he probably should. should but, you know. <laughs> I can't hear you, Joe. Come on, Joe. Should we just talk over him and say what we think he's saying? Yeah, like, read his yeah, lips? Joe, Joe was saying, what we think Joe was saying is that yeah. uh, Trump is a great guy and that Joe Biden is... Oh, absolutely is, no. not. What is going on? No, that's on? not what he's saying. But uh, look, uh, it can go either way in this election. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, you know, a year ago, I would have said it's in the bag for Trump because of the economy and the state that we were in. But now I might not be so sure. I'll give you that. Robert, thank you for chiming in. Majority uh, uh, of Intel has pushed the commander in chief is primarily 40% unfolded. There were stages of briefing the president. I understand that. Uh, again, that was all last week's news. And this is, again, shame on the media. Shame on the media. I, I was like, oh, I'm so curious about this story. So I went and looked it up and was surprised to see that there's been new developments and that it's all okay. been but confirmed that there were bounties on U.S. troops. And, and Mike Pompeo basically... On the red phone, without anyone's knowledge, again, thank goodness for the New York Times constantly telling us what's happening in the White House, or we would never know, because this has been the least transparent presidency in history. And I thought the Obama presidency was pretty bad in regards to that. This is worse. This is everything that I didn't like about the Obama administration, and I might... I, I, I'll do a whole show about all the stuff I hated about the Obama administration. Trump oh, has taken won't. all of those things <laughs> and he has done significantly worse by it. And 
Let's for do a me. show on that. And again, for an increasing number of Republicans, and hopefully all the independents are getting on board here, it's a shame. Oh. And and again, oh, I wish the Democrats would have given us a better choice, somebody we could all actually care about and get interested in and, Bernie, and really dude. rally behind. But, you know, I was just it. telling some people yesterday uh, who asked me if I support Biden, I said I would vote for anybody that's not Donald Trump. And Literally. again, you know, I, I don't know how you could be bothered by the fact that your fellow Republicans are increasingly spending their money to tell you that Trump is the worst. I mean, <laughs> exactly. my goodness, if that were my candidate, I would be absolutely horrified and <laughs> embarrassed. And I would be, well, I already did. That was four years ago when I decided <laughs> to quit ugly. the party because that guy's a giant piece of garbage. He just is. I mean, the Republican Party was not in his camp from day one. I mean, and when they had the majority in the beginning of Trump's administration, they, like I said, the one thing Trump promised was to, we're going to get rid of Obamacare. But what did the Republicans do? They didn't do anything about it, even though they claimed once we get the majority, we're going to do something about it. And they didn't. Sure, they had a plan for eight years, and when it came time to see the plan, they didn't have they didn't, one. Which they didn't was do it. Abs- Mike, and this is what I've been saying. You know, I think that's the other interesting thing ab- about the clip we just showed, Victoria, is that they also went after the Republican Party in general and Mitch McConnell's leadership. The yeah. idea that Mitch McConnell's yeah. fallen in line with Donald Trump, that he's really— And, and, and guys, uh-huh. since we started doing this show, I've said this repeatedly, that the Republicans had a chance to come in and be heroes. They had a chance to fix right. Obamacare. Right. They had a, a, a chance to, to really pass a, a, a mm. tax cut that would have benefited the middle class and probably would have solved a lot of the problems that we have in this country just but in general. Won't. But they won't because they, it benefits they, them. They, never did. they chose not to. They chose to do the, the corporate tax cuts as usual. We've seen, you know, that the, the richest 20 families in America have made like a billion or, or a trillion or some ridiculous amount of money. Did you see all the statistics about the wage gap right now? It's like oh, yeah. literally that of like the French Revolution or something. I mean, crazy. They, the, the Republicans have come in and stunningly made it worse turn the house right over to the democrats and i got a feeling mike come this november they're also going to turn the senate over to the democrats that would be the ultimate ultimate nightmare scenario if biden wins in the senate the democrats take the senate and they keep the house i will say this the the only the only comfort i take in this is the same thing happened when obama came into office he had the house the senate uh he had the supermajority, and the democrats couldn't get out of their own way uh, for two years, and then he he lost the uh, he lost the house, and that's when it was uh, you know the the obstructionist Republican stopped him even from nominating a Supreme Court uh, nominee. <laughs> that's how that's how bad things got, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine imagine if imagine if Trump were to have another shot at another Supreme Court justice in the coming months, <laughs> and it's possible some might. people are mighty that's old. Might. Imagine if the Democrats were like, they are nah, we're not going to vote on that. <laughs> not interested. Well, like Ginsburg <laughs> right now, her health is failing, right? So if he were to have a chance to pick a nominee now, they wouldn't go for it anyway because it's an election year. Mike, she might be dead. It might be a weekend at Bernie's at the Supreme Court <laughs> oh situation where, you know, they just. <laughs> they just it's possible too. I, mean, I wouldn't blame them. 
I, I, I hate to say that because I like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I like I all the Supreme Court justices. I, I, and I will say this. Look, my wife and I had a discussion the other day. She was so against Gorsuch and she was so against Kavanaugh. And I, and I have to commend those two guys. Uh, oh, anybody who... Wow. Listen, you, you could say what you want about what he did as a teenager and as a loser in college, but this guy's done a really good job. They both have. They've both voted... Uh, you know, not based on politics, but based on statute, like they're supposed to, exactly. based on That's precedent and law. Uh, and they passed some really amazing things, including the protections uh, for for gay and transgender people. It never would have happened if it weren't for Neil Gorsuch. So just consider that, that, look, the, these people and you could you hate the liberals, you hate the conservatives. They're in, they're interpreting the law. And, and generally speaking, when they vote in favor of the little guy, we all win. We all win. Yeah. You should want that. You should yeah. want that. Like I said before, if you're going to put anyone in the Supreme Court, they got to be a constitutional jurist and not worry about what agenda, they, a political agenda they have, whether it be liberal or conservative. They have to be a constitutionalist, pure and simple, and they and they do their job. And, yeah, I have to give it to them for that. So. Right, 100%. I'm super excited to open up this conversation again next week. I think we've got a juicy one going. But <laughs> we stand us on Facebook. We invite you to like our page and join our conversation. Visit us at clovercrossmedia.com slash divided we stand. Subscribe to us. Leave a review. Please leave a comment. I like when you guys leave comments. We can post them. Love so, comments. Whatever. I like comments. Leave a question maybe next week. Leave some questions. I don't know. If you want to know what Mike <laughs> thinks about some stuff. <laughs> Yeah. No, you don't. You're there. The Facebook page. Oh, also, you know uh, what he's brand new, tomorrow? just so you know, too, uh, brand new uh, Clovercrest Media backslash Divided We Stand. Uh, we're actually going to have an actual real web page, so we'll be able to go out beyond yes. just the uh, the Facebook page, get a little awesome. bit interactive with the group, and share some more really cool stuff. So uh, we awesome. hope you come visit us. From Mike Adiosi, Joe Aguirre, and me, Victoria Lang, thanks for joining us on Divided We Stand. See you all next week. Ha, 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 ha.